Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. You know, I think I've lost my mojo. It seems like nothing I do these days seems to work. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we have a heart-to-heart conversation about why we need to embrace the chaos. I'll see you on the flip. Have you ever felt like you've lost your mojo or like you had a good thing, but now you don't? Or maybe it takes more energy to do what you normally could just do without even thinking about it. And it is very taxing to continue to do what you do. And it's not necessarily that you're having a crisis of faith because you're pretty, you know, well grounded on what you want to do, what you think you should be doing, and what you know to do. No, it's that capricious environment that is fickle one day, hot the next day, giving you mixed signals, and you are topsy-turvy, just don't even know what to do. And I want to just tell you from the rip, it's not you. (laughs) It really is part of the cycles that we go through. And I will say this, that at this particular time in recording, uh, when while I'm recording this, there is a global um, spirit of uh, chaos. And that is not a bad thing. <laughs> I know it sounds like it is, but it's not. So if you'll just permit me to, you know, just serve At your feet today, if I can, with a little bit of wisdom, let's talk about why we need to consider embracing the chaos, okay? So I'll say this, that chaos has a twin, and uh, that twin is named order. We know chaos and order by many different names, even by gods and different religions, depending on uh, what uh, religious deity you serve or pantheon, you're going to see chaos and order always represented because this is, we are ensconched in them and they are the fabric of the tapestry that weaves us together in life. And we always want to strive for and we love being in order, but chaos has gotten a bad rap. And it wasn't until recently uh, that with all the stuff I've got going on, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I've been sharing some things. Oh, yes. And it has been occurring to me that 
Instead of boxing with the wind, which I'll never win against, I need to allow the chaos to come in. And so let's get to it. So if this is you, listen up. And if this is not you yet, pay attention because it's coming. Okay. All right. So order and chaos, like I said before, are twins. They are opposing factors. They are the polarities. They are the east and the west, up and the down, the north and the south. Yes, they are. And what we need to do in order to recognize what part of this two-sided coin is at work in our life, we need to learn to identify and track any kind of destruction creation cycles that might be happening. Say, for instance, you are, I'll I'll just give you something that's just totally mundane, Um, appliances, all right. So you move into your home and hopefully you start out with brand new appliances and they are beautiful. They shine. They glisten. They wink at you when you come in. They gladly serve you. But then over time, you get familiar with um their predictability. When you open the refrigerator, you, re- you expect for the light to come on and for everything to be cool. When you turn the fire on on the burners of the stove, you don't expect any kind of sputtering or uh, hesitation or malfunction. It is what it is. And you get a chance to live in that for a while. And that's the trick. You live in that for a while to the point where you take it for granted. And then doesn't doesn't give you any kind of uh, forewarning most of the time. But there's that one day that you come in and maybe you turn the fire on on the stove and it comes on, but then it pops and goes dark. And you're like, what the? And lo and behold, you get a repair person out and they're like, well, that one's dead. And you're like, wait a minute, what? And now you're left with the shell of something that is no longer, it was here and then it wasn't. And that's when you start to realize, oh my gosh, destruction has invaded my kitchen. Now, can y'all tell, now I, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying that anything happened to my appliances, praise God. Uh, but what I am going to say is, is that I am familiar with falling into this false lullaby that we paint for ourselves with order because order is not guilty. Order is just doing its job, but order is not permanency. Order is here to do its job and chaos is here to do its job as well. And so I want you to start looking at the creation, uh, the maintenance, and then the destruction cycles. If you can identify any of them in your life, make note of that. And if you say everything is cool, everything is fine. You really need to pay attention to that because if you, if everything has been cool and fine for a while, you probably want to pay attention and get ready for chaos to start showing up. And like I said, we don't like disruption. We don't like what chaos brings, but hopefully by the time we get through with our little conversation today, you'll be excited when chaos comes. And it took me a minute to get there because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I get ex- I'm excited, but I don't have to like my excitement. All right. So uh, with this looking for the destruction creation cycle, this is going to help you to be able to figure out some patterns and to be able to recognize when certain areas in your life or even around you in your environment are in the 
are on the ascent or descent cycle. And that's going to be real important in a minute because that's going to help you to learn how to spot peaks. And it's really important that you start training yourself to spot when something is going to peak. Now, I've talked about um, the wisdom of the wave in another podcast, and um, I've talked about um, stability, sustain, uh, sustainability, sufficiency, uh, knowing your equilibrium as opposed to your equality, all of these different things. And they hopefully are fitting together like nice jigsaw pieces in a puzzle because they matter and they, they are forming a big mosaic. Okay. So, These are the things that we take for granted when we think of order and chaos. And if you don't, I'm going to just say that these are the um, conventional understandings of them. And I'm going to add just a little bit something else onto them that wisdom has been revealing. So let's deal with order first. Okay. Order. When we think of order, order is the everyday routine. It's the way we are efficient, productive, focused, and even structured. Order is the way we love to run our life because it helps everything be maison plan. Everything has its place. Everything clicks, spit spot, spick and span. And we love to try to do whatever we can to sustain order as much as possible. Think of order as our wakeful moments. And if we're looking at frequencies, that would be beta. You know, I've talked to you before about the four levels of consciousness that we go through every day. And beta is wakefulness. Um, Alpha is that twilight. It's that uh, trance. It's the sleepiness in between uh, wakefulness and sleep followed, um, excuse me, followed by theta. And uh, that's where a lot of the dream work is going to happen, followed by delta. That's that deep recuperative sleep where those human growth hormones are produced. And that's the sleep of babies. Yeah. And so, but we spend the most time in beta, which is our wakeful state. So that's going to be equivalent to order. You see how everything can be reflected in, in all, in the all? And so, as I said before, we love to do what we can to stay in order. And in order, we also are able to um, do things by rote. We don't have to use much energy because we know what is expected. Uh, Order cradles us. And it gets to the point where you take order for granted. Remember how I said we get to the point where because you have a semblance of normalcy and routine, that and everything is in order and you know what to expect, you take it for granted. Heck, we do that with relationships. Let someone cause you no problems and you're good friends and it's been a while and you take them for granted. (laughs) Don't fool yourself. Chaos can come and wreak havoc in those relationships too. Don't take your friends, your loved ones, your spouse, your parents, your your children, don't take anybody for granted, okay? That's just a, a little side note. All right, so now that we've talked a little bit about order, uh, I want to talk a little bit about chaos, and I'm going to give you those little wisdom addendums I told you about. So with chaos, chaos is going to be that which is new, random, wandering, distracted, messy, dangerous, uncharted, unfelt, unfettered. Yeah, chaos is a hot mess. Oh, yes, it is. Because Chaos cannot be tracked. It cannot be predicted. Uh, There's this young man I love. He's a YouTuber. 
And he has this little saying. And I I laugh because I'm like, does he realize that he is proclaiming that he is chaos every time he says this? But anyway, I digress. But his little saying is this. He's like, don't predict me. I am not the weather. And I just get such a chuckle out of that. But that is a really good colloquialism, you know, of uh, or slang uh, uh, definition for chaos. Chaos is not predictable. Chaos is not the weather, you know. Well, even the weather has some chaos to it. But still, you'll get my point. I'm not trying to mess up my own joke. All right. So let me give you the little addendum for the wisdom smack on this. So wisdom, boy, wisdom, she got a way about her. Wisdom, actually... When you when you look at it and you and you decode what order is uh, doing now, this is not the totality of order and chaos, but these are just other facets that we need to consider because whether you like it or not, we are in a global time of chaos. And I'm trying to tell y'all this to help you. I want you to be able to bookmark this one and be go back and say, you know what, Michelle tried to tell us. Let's go back and listen. All right, and so. With order, believe it or not, order is volatile. Mm-hmm. Order is volatile because it's always a trigger's breath away from chaos. And you don't know when it's going to snap. You see, that's the thing with order. Order is not where, oh, I get something established and then it goes for this long and then it gets worn out and then um, I'll replace it. And yeah, mm -mm. that is not what we're talking about when we're talking about this order chaos cycle, because it <laughs> it's, it's not that trackable. That's why I started off by saying that I definitely want you to get used to looking for any kind of destruction creation cycles in your life. Get used to identifying what's on the ascent or the descent of something. And even with that, you still are not going to be able to correctly predict when chaos is coming. It's just going to give you a little smidgen of a percentage in your favor of being able to predict, you probably need to get ready for chaos. Now, but get this, on the other side, chaos is predictable. And the reason why chaos is predictable is because chaos always comes. And the reason why chaos always comes, <clears throat> because chaos needs to come for us to live because chaos is new. Chaos is birth. Chaos is growth. Now, this is the thing I really want to say is that the reason why I want you to start getting used to embracing the chaos is because you always ask for it. I always ask for it. And this one was a wisdom smack upside my head and my face, however you want to look at it. And that was whenever we think about wanting to do great things, new things, whenever we want to succeed um, or to uh, elevate ourselves, update, upgrade, level up, whatever you want to call it, what you're really doing is you are thrusting yourselves into, we are thrusting ourselves into the realm of chaos. I made notes to myself as I was journaling the other night, and that was to be careful of the growth, wealth, and success I wish for because I just might get it. And that is through chaos because that's how it comes. Most people would have us think that I just worked really, really hard and then boom, I would say success. But if you look at our quote unquote overnight successes and they really spill the tea and they really tell you the truth, the real, real, they'll say I went through hell 
and I was about to give up. I didn't know what was going on. I was broken, losing everything. I had been at this so long and it got worse. You might have even heard this statement that it's always worse um, before the dawn. You know, it's always the darkest before the breakthrough. Uh Uh-huh, they're talking about chaos. But even with that, remember this, that chaos brings that wealth, success, and growth that you ask for because it brings the newness, it brings the birth, and it brings a new level of order. You see, order is always working towards chaos, but chaos is always working towards order. And that's when I finally got that. I was like, why do we try to keep hold of keep a hold of order for so long? Why we choke the life out of order? We do everything we can because we fear chaos so much because yeah, it can be a little painful or a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> chaos can be painful because you're kind of like um Dorothy in the tornado. You don't know where you're gonna land. And heck, it, most of us. If it was us and we had to land in the land of Oz, we'd be like, I hate this, you know? And so we have that innate um, thing and need in us for stability, for that order and that routine that we crave. And so chaos is really scary. Like I said, it's messy, unfiltered, unstructured. It's all over the place. And on top of this, can y'all tell I'm a little excited about this? Because I said in the A part, I, I really did feel like I was losing my mojo. And I'm still trying to, you know, get my footing. But the thing is, is I understand I am firmly ensconced in the bosom of chaos. And chaos is lovingly embracing me and I'm going to embrace chaos. And I'm going to thank chaos for the gifts. So with that, let's start talking about the gifts of chaos. because. If you're going to embrace something, it's hard to embrace a porcupine that can't can't love you back. But when you start to embrace chaos and start to realize that just as much as you as you like order, chaos should be respected. If you can't love it, at least respect it and learn from it. Become a willing student at the feet of what chaos will bring you. Because when you do, chaos is going to bestow so many gifts, gifts that if you do it right, you'll be able to take them into your season of order and your season of order will be even the sweeter for it. So now that I have uh, talked, you know, poetically about it, let's get into some some facts, some not facts, but well, yeah, facts. All right. So what I want to say about this is now that we've established order and chaos, and now that we've gotten the wisdom smack on the addendums to that, that order is actually very volatile and uh, chaos is actually very predictable because chaos is always working towards order. And order is always working toward chaos and it's just a hair's trigger away from it. Now let's work the middle, okay? So when you want to mix something up, and this is something that I've recently learned about the affluent, because I told y'all I did a research about them. The affluent are so uh, understanding of this concept 
that they invite chaos in in a controlled setting. You see, the influent have learned the cycles. And we've talked about that on other podcasts when we've talked about the pendulum swings and how depending on what you want to happen and you know you've been in order for a while, uh, instead of being at the mercy of chaotic energy that you have no idea how it's going to end up, you can actually work in controlled settings of chaos and have a pretty well-structured indicator of how it's going to lead. Well, we already know chaos is predictable. We already know it's going to work towards order, but you'll have some say-so in it. So I want to talk, uh, mention a book that I encourage you to get. It is a business book uh, and it is, a, a, a classic was written in the 1990s, I want to say 1998, uh, by a Harvard law professor by the name of Clayton Christensen. And uh, he's done a lot of work for business as well as education in understanding this whole cycle. And he, the book that I'm talking about, because he has others, the book that I'm talking about is called The Innovator's Dilemma. And uh, in The Innovator's Dilemma, he talks um, about uh, destructive innovation that comes in and eradicates the um, technology before it takes it out of here. And he's talked about uh, the non-consumer, non-customer consumer and how uh, you can have a strategy that's, that, that will take advantage of that. And he also talks about this idea of an S-curve. So we're going to talk a little bit about that real quick. And of course, I got you. I'm going to definitely put the link in the show notes, please check it out and get it. And if you get it, you know, even if you just want to listen to it on um, uh, audio, that's a great way to consume and get an understanding for this. So I have been calling this raggedy strategy. Y'all don't don't at me, but that's what I've been calling it, raggedy strategy. And the reason why I'm calling it raggedy strategy is because going into chaos, knowing that you're about to change up and disrupt everything, uh, that's hard and it's raggedy. And so when we do that, say, for instance, you've lost your mojo, nothing's going right, and you want to get some type of control, you want to figure out where you are, and you are in the midst of chaos, and you're tired of being tossed to and fro and not knowing what's going to happen the next day. Even in the midst of that, you can uh, kind of like get your your hands on the on the, the on the reins and pull the bull back in by doing certain things. And that is taking advantage of the fact that chaos operates in the uh, land of new, random, wandering, distracted, and others. And so to invite that in, you want to do it uh, to mix things up, especially Especially if you're feeling stagnated, stunted, if you're feeling like you're in a rut and you're feeling like depressed and those types of things, you have to mix it up. And in order to do that, what you're going to do is change. If you want to just change one thing at a time or you want to just change your world, you know, move somewhere else, cut your hair, grow your hair, change, you know, um, your eyeglasses, whatever it is. Now, y'all don't laugh at me, but I was like, for the new year, I'm I'm changing this up because I was working on this chaos stuff. I'm still working on it. And I was like, I'm getting new underwear. Yes, I'm going bold. <laughs> so I did some things. Don't laugh at me. But yes, new underwear. I threw away all of those plastic bags I had been holding. Y'all know the ones you save in the in the little uh gallon jug. I threw all of those away. And then um 
you know, I recycled them. I, I didn't throw them away. I recycled them. And there was one other thing I did. It escapes my mind right now. If it comes back, I'll tell you. But I was living dangerously, daringly so. And so I was like, see there? See chaos? I'm here. I'm standing here. I, I, come, come, you know? And so it is what we want to do is we want to look for a better configuration of how we live our life. And we want to be willing to do whatever it takes to create new order around uh, something that gets us back to where we are excelling. Now with this S-curve, this is, um, like I said, it's a business concept. And an S-curve is how you control growth, where you continue to have dynamic growth. And that is starting out when you do something, think of an S. You start out and you normally go down before you go up. So, you know, the bottom of the S is where you're starting. And so you're down here, you're down here, you're down here. And when you first start to sense that you're on the upswing, that is when Believe it or not, you need to start another S-curve for something else. And in the um, the world that we live in, this happens all the time under our noses. And there is a company that's famous for it. And that company is Amazon. Amazon believes in S-curve technology. And once something starts to work, because that's when you know the S is on the upswing, when you try something new and it starts to work, that's when you have to start something new. And you don't abandon what is starting, but you start something new and what is starting to work uh, will help fuel the new stuff so you don't be out there so bad. And you'll start to be able to always be peeking after each other. So you can just line them up. You know how you hear the rappers say, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. This is how they do it. Learning how to pimp the S-curve, all right? And so, with now I will say this. That bottom part of the S-curve is very scary. And a lot of people, they have a few tries that they got to do. They retreat until they're willing to stick it through. Same with me. I'm no, no different. And so what this means is when you're trying something new, you're looking for the new innovation. And you're new, normally having to go through uncharted territory that's dangerous, messy. There's a lot of failure, inefficiency, and scariness. And if you're doing this on your own as an entrepreneur or as a small company, usually there's no income producing while you're trying to find your way. Now, where Amazon comes in at this and where they've made the S-curve uh, popular is they have famous, famously not made any kind of um, profit for years. Even though they make a lot of money, they dump it all back in because they believe with the S-curve, they are constantly wanting to trigger chaos to break stuff. That's why um, they are willing to, to do stuff to take their own market share away to make what they've been doing obsolete. And another company who used to do this a lot <laughs> was Apple, especially when Steve Jobs was around. They used the S-curve to such an elegant um, efficiency that it was poetry in motion to watch how they did this. They were always being so forward-focused to understand that S-curve that they were always turning their own technology into obsolescence, um, removing uh, uh, the the jacks on phones, removing buttons from phones, removing uh, uh, USB ports on uh, the computers and all of that. 
constantly pushing forward to always be peaking, setting themselves up where they were truly embracing the gifts of chaos because chaos brings newness, brings growth, brings improvement, brings income, brings peaks, insights, and all of that. And that is why sometimes when we say, oh, I want all of this, and then chaos shows up, we're like, no, go away. I just need order. And we don't realize what we're doing to ourselves. And so I want you to start embracing the fact that when you are in turmoil, you need a count of joy. You need to realize that this is a good thing because turmoil is chaos and chaos always moves towards order. And if you haven't had chaos in your life for a while, uh, I would encourage you to stir it up. I did a podcast about stirring it up a little while ago. Go check it out. Stir it up. Create it yourself. Now, I mean, I'm not talking about being a neurotic nut and, and, and causing issues. I'm talking about doing new things. And what you'll find is when you start really inviting chaos and doing new stuff, some people are going to think you're crazy. They're going to be like, but you're a best-selling author. Why are you doing daily podcasts? It's not going to make sense to them. But because you are willing to work with chaos, who has um, the, that elemental force has been with us before we were conscious in this form of who we are, we know that change is really all there is. And that is um, the, the area that chaos lives in. So learn how to ride those waves. Learn how to... Start being able to set up your peaks where you have peak after peak after peak and you're able to shorten the discomfort of the bottom of the S-curve because you just got off of a peak of an S-curve right before it. And isn't it funny when you put a lot of S's together, they look like waves and they look like energy. And that's what that chaos is. And it is full in this world right now. So as I'm closing this down, I want you to realize something that order is logic. Chaos is creativity. And you have to work within both of them. You know, you're not going to always be chaotic because that's not good either. You don't really get anything done. Uh, you can birth a lot of stuff, but you're not a good mom or dad to to nurture it. So you have to work with, with both of them. So it's not one or the other. It is a happy harmony between them. But do not shy away from uh, the chaotic side of things. And to maintain continued growth, you want to learn how to continuously jump the S-curve. That's what I just got through talking about. And like I said before, the best time to jump this S-curve is when you start to see whatever it is you're doing take off and start to work. That means that you are on the ascent and you will be peaking on that in the near future. And it will help you with your existing growth and you'll be able to take advantage of going into a new uh, endeavor where you're buffered from the pain of being out there um, in the unknown of the new endeavor because you're, you've got a peak uh, on your backside, all right? And so you have to be willing to break things and you have to be willing to know that the moment the current thing you've got going on is working, that's when you have to start on new chaos to find new growth. And like I said, 
Sometimes you got to be willing to even break what it is that you've got going. So guess what? Yeah, my time is up, y'all. Thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Please don't forget to use our link at uh, Amazon.com for, uh, no, Michelle Spiva dot com forward slash amz sorry y'all i got turned around so anyway y'all have a wonderful rest of your day don't forget to embrace chaos like share comment let me know contact me if there's anything you'd like for me to uh, talk about on the podcast and i'll talk to you tomorrow bye And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.